Hey, Forrest here. Nothing like getting paid. And with ICCU's mobile app, I can deposit checks or accept Zelle payments so the money hits my account fast. I just wish there was an app for mowing the rest of these lawns. Pow day. Dude, let's go. Rowpaint.com is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. It's Coach Leon Rice and Andy Rowe. Oh, no. Want to just paint my house? When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest destination for fun, featuring the world's biggest poolside tailgate party with three levels of action, six pools, and a 143-foot screen. The fun is always on deck with all the games all year long. Stadium Swim, located in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street. Book the time of your life today at CircaLasVegas.com. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, B.J. Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Welcome to a Taco Bell Tuesday here on BroncoNationNews.com. It's also a Tusk Tuesday. We got Jay Tusk, sports director at KTVB, joining us fresh off a uh, busy weekend, State Girls Basketball, Boise State. And uh, what is it, wrestling this weekend, Jay? Yeah, and then we go into um, districts for boys State, basketball. Yeah, yeah, districts, boys basketball, and then, and then state boys basketball. So we're, we're getting there. Yeah, high school uh, high school scene is uh, underway. Make sure you're checking out KTVB for Jay and Brady and all their coverage uh, on online and on the various newscasts, KTVB News Channel 7. Uh, big one tonight for Boise State, San Jose State Spartans. They've won two games since December 20th. Uh, their Ken Palm sheet is filled with a lot of uh, ugly pinkish, beigeous, reddish, whatever that color is when you lose a game they put up there on Ken Palm. Uh but uh, every game's big now for Boise State. Jay, you got to win by at least 16 tonight is the number uh, on Ken Palm. And and uh, we'll see if the point guard for San Jose State plays. But a big night in the Mountain West. Somebody's losing Utah State, San Diego State. And you just hope that uh, Boise State, if you're a Boise State fan, you just take care of business and, and be in uh, no worse than second place by the end of the night. 
Yeah, when is San Diego State going to get their big road victory? Does that come tonight? I mean, they were blown out at the pit. I guess they go to UNLV still, but it's pretty much their last chance. They were blown out at the pit. They lost here in Boise. Um, You know, I I know that that game against Colorado State, like I think it ended up being like an eight, nine point outcome in favor of the Rams, but um, Colorado State was in in control that entire game. So when when does when does uh San Diego State maybe try to get their big their 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 big road upset that resume builder in, in Mountain West Conference play because it, it's eluded them so far. Yeah, they've lost six road games. They lost at BYU at Grand Canyon, and then they've lost their four uh conference games against the big boys, as you said, New Mexico, Boise State, Colorado State, and then an overtime against Nevada. Uh mm-hmm. they have three road games left, though. They are at Utah State tonight. And then they are at Fresno State on Saturday, which shouldn't be very very tough for them. They're home to play San Jose. And then uh, the Tuesday, before they play Boise State on Friday, their last road game on that Tuesday, that's going to be an interesting week with Boise State on the same night playing Nevada on senior night. San Diego State goes to UNLV uh, for their final road game before they finish up against Boise State. So a lot of jockeying still to come. I, I certainly would say, and, and based on the percentages, uh, this would be their their you know best chance at a loss I guess the rest of the season and they should beat Fresno and San Jose and um you know I think there's a chance the UNLV game if you're a Boise State fan or a fan of a team that really needs them to lose so you can win the conference I think you could say there's a chance they could lose at UNLV but uh, I would say that uh, tonight if you're a uh, needing San Diego State to get another loss tonight's probably that that night you need it yeah I, well so we'll see if it happens uh, it, it's funny because I the reason why I bring this up BJ and um, you might agree with me. Like if, if, if I had to pick right now, the team that, you know, I thought was that worthy of the number one seed at the mountain West tournament, like I, I probably would give the nod to San Diego state. Now that might be a hangover effect of the fact they played for a national championship last year. And the fact that they are kind of just a perennial power, right? Um, that being said, like they got to go prove it and they can prove it tonight in Logan. If they don't, then, I don't know how the the Aggies aren't aren't viewed as as that number one overall team in uh, you know the Mountain West at the current moment. And obviously, Boise State is hot on the heels of of both those teams, but you know they they have lost twice to Utah State. So um, it, it's going to be a, a fantastic finish to the season. It's weird. I, I I it. What happens when we call every Boise State game a big game? Does that just mean it's a game? You know what Pretty I mean. Awesome. Yeah. And, and right now, like I, they have to take care of business tonight, though, like they're in a little stretch here where they have to take care of business. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say they need to go win by 30 at Wyoming because that's just probably a ridiculous expectation Win by one at Wyoming. And you'll take win, that. Yeah. Win by one in Wyoming, at Wyoming. One game where that stuff doesn't matter, man. I'm really worried about that game for boys. Yeah. But but outside of that, you know, just this is a stretch where they got to take care of business in order to stay in the title hunt. And then. As Leon would say, you let the fur fly over those final three games of the of the season. Once the calendar flips to March, where you face re- three really really good teams to wrap up the regular season. But if you can get the season to that point, whittle it down to three games, then you know you just you you like the fact that you're probably in that position. Uh, by the way, programming note: opposing coaches are one and three after they come on uh, Bronco Nation News, and uh, I gave them the option for Thursday or Friday. And when he found out Jay Tuss was on Friday, he chose Friday. Let's so, uh, go. That's, Friday, not true. That's not true, is it? I can't confirm or deny that. But I did <laughs> I did offer him up both days as an option. And uh, Jeff Linder, the uh, coach at Wyoming, former Boise State assistant, always a fun guy to catch up with. Mm-hmm. He's going to join us right at 9 o'clock 
uh, live on Friday uh, to preview Saturday's game. And just a quick programming note, Jay, that's we're going to either have to start a little early or that's going to have to be a short show because I have like a 1045 flight or something on, on, on uh, Friday. So we will be uh, mm. going a little shorter on Friday or maybe try to start at 845 or something if we can. We'll figure that out. Uh, we'll let you guys know later this week, but uh, my flight to Denver, I think, is right around 11 or 1045. It's a little earlier, uh, but still want to get Jeff on and have a, a short show at least to uh, preview the game on Saturday. But um, yeah, the, by the way, the Ken Palm, it's literally 50-50, 50% for San, Jose, uh, San Diego State, 50% for Utah State uh, tonight due to the having to pick somebody and the Ken Palm numbers, they actually project a one-point win for San Diego State, mm. 73 to 72, uh, but that should be a tremendous game that starts at seven o'clock so that what? game will be ending right about early in the uh, first half of the boise state game tonight I i'm curious what ken palm's like record would be because i mean he it feels like he's been on the right side of a lot of these i, I don't think he's getting the margin of victory i mean i don't think he's trying to predict the margin of victory nope. like down to the you know exact science but um, it feels like he's he's pretty much on the right side of most of these these outcomes. And a lot of people kind of miss that that aren't the big basketball junkies or whatever don't necessarily understand like the, what what his what the Ken Palm rankings are or do. And it's a predictive method, so it looks ahead. And essentially, it takes what you've done already and all the data you've done, your offensive efficiency, your defensive efficiency, and then it looks ahead to the team you're going to play with their offensive efficiency, their defensive efficiency, what they've done, where the game is. And they put all the numbers together and say, this is what the computers say the score uh, on average would be. And so um, it's it's an interesting way to do it. And they look at Boise State's numbers. They look at San Jose State's numbers. They look at Boise State at home, San Jose State on the road. They put it all together and they say uh, the computers would project, you know, an average score of Boise State winning by about 16 tonight. So uh, it is different than, say, the net ranking or some of these rankings that maybe look back a little further than forward, uh, which is why Boise State maybe is a little lower in the Ken, in the Ken Palm ranking than some of the other ones. Um, but yeah, I, I, he is typically on the right side more times than not when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, and there's some other crazy stats. Like if you're not in the top 25 in the defensive efficiency, you don't, you know, you, you don't have a chance really of making the NCAA tournament, or at least on average, you're guaranteed to get in if you're on the inside of the top 25. Um, there's some other crazy numbers, but you got Bart Torvik, you got, uh, some other guys that are now coming on doing similar stuff. I like the Bart Torvik one. Cause you can uh, break it down by like date, you know, periods. You can say, okay, well in the last three weeks who's playing the best in the last month since January 1st, you know, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of computer metrics and analytics. And I don't love the net ranking. I, I don't know what they're going to do about it, but I don't love, maybe it's just talk for the off season, but I just don't like how you, you know, your net ranking Jay tonight will be impacted whether you win this game by 20 or 30. I mean, it, it's crazy. They say they don't take margin of victory into account, but then they take uh, offensive and defensive efficiency, which basically right. means uh, basically means margin of victory. So, I mean, right. I go back to, I go back to the day well, in December when Boise state beat Northwestern state, one of the worst teams in the country. They were like three forty at Ken Palm Boise state beat them by 41 points and they rose 34 spots in the net yeah. for one win. Now I get it. It was December. Wasn't a lot of data. It was pretty early in the sea in the season, but still um, it is crazy tonight. And that's why people complain and bitch a lot. And they were doing it the other night, Jay, about leaving the starters in late Ooh, in that some, game. Somebody's fired up today. Ooh, what? Huh? B word. Okay. All right. By Let's get way, after it. Um, am I not allowed to say that? <laughs> hey, your show buddy <laughs> sorry about that i got another well I'm just kidding i'm kidding this is the reason jay i uh you know i'm a big fan of my energy drinks here i love the uh tango tangerine mango guava strawberry you and i've been having these back to the uh days of our show together on espn boise yeah better at, least I've, at least I've stuck with this one so we're talking mm -hmm. seven eight years and um 
had some arrive yesterday from Amazon. They're a little cheaper to buy them on Amazon, and I'm lazy, Ooh. so I bought them on Amazon, but I forgot to put them in the fridge. So I uh, woke up this morning and didn't have one in the fridge. Uh, long story short, I said, oh, I'll put one in the freezer for 20 minutes, and then it'll be ready to go. And uh, good to go. I left it in a little too long in the freezer, and it's a little slushy right now. So uh, I'm trying to – I'm dealing with kind of a half-frozen rock star here and, and haven't had my drink yet on the show. So um, that is the, <laughs> the main reason for my frustration. But uh, – okay. There were fans complaining. I don't know if you saw him, about why one guy even stopped me on the way out of the building when he was leaving. Like, what? I just don't understand why there's four starters on the floor with two minutes left in this one. And uh, unfortunately, like, and Leon said it in the post game, like every possession, every point matters now. And so you just, you, you, the way the system is set up, you can't be given Kobe Youngs and Sam Winters and all these guys minutes late in games when whether you win by 16 or 26 might be three or four net spots. What they they finally, I mean, I think there was like a reluctance to almost admit it too early in the season, BJ. But it, it it's true, and I think we've seen that. And you want to bring up that that you know the win earlier in December, but I'll even validate it by the one that just happened against Air Force not that long ago. I mean, I, I don't understand how you smash a, a team that's. I mean, I, with all due respect to Air Force, and they're, they're just not good at basketball uh, this year, and they're one of the lower ranking teams in the country in terms of the net. But you beat them and you beat up on them, and all of a sudden you rise 12 spots in the rankings. Like that's, that's just, I, I don't, you can't tell me that margin of victory is not involved, that that is the case, because there's no reason to rise 12 spots for what it, what was a quad four victory. There's, there's no reason for it outside of somehow margin of victory is, is accounted for in the net rankings one way or another. Yep. By the way, Sam says he's a sugar-free kiwi watermelon guy. Uh, these are uh, these are sugar-free. I only go for the sugar-free rock stars here, and they're not a sponsor, uh, but I do enjoy those. Uh, I like the Ghosts as well. I think they are, actually. Maybe I should be promoting the Ghost uh, energy drinks. I think they are part of the uh, Stein distributing plan. Mm. Uh, the game, uh, by the way, Chase is heading on a plane in a few hours for St. Louis. There you go, Chase. No one's having a better day today than you. Uh, looking forward to uh, that. Uh, wonder why you're going. Let, let us know where you're going there. Have, I hope you have a good trip and uh, have fun there. Uh, but, uh, Jay, uh, let's see, there needs to be a red shirt rule in basketball. Let guys play five, six games without having to burn a year of eligibility. Your thoughts on that? I, I'll, I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, I think that if that was the case right now, we might even see a, it's, I mean, I'm not saying like starter minutes or anything, anybody here, but like at some point in time, we probably would have saw Chris Lockett this year. And when you get to the NCAA tournament, like a bowl game, maybe not utilize the red shirt, right? Just saying, like that. I I would I be all for. That I don't know why football is the only sport that you can do that. I, in. Doesn't make any. I mean, I understand there's a certain level of you know there's a certain injury risk with football that might be heightened compared to other sports, but um, I I also don't know. If, I don't really think that that's the spirit of it anymore. Like I, I think the spirit of it is to get guys into a game and be able to utilize them as true freshmen and just kind of get their feet wet. And so I don't I don't know why football is the only one that's definitely a rule that should be looked at let let them play in non-conference and then decide when conference starts or something or give them 10 games then make a decision Um, you may see see a guy like chris lockett play in 10 games go oh he's better than we thought he deserves to play this year or maybe a guy you're planning on playing doesn't pan out and you say you know what let's just redshirt him and and use him next year I, i don't know why football i know they do tailor all the rules everything towards football i get it but you would think in the other sports particularly basketball it would make sense to at least give them seven or eight games. I mean, football gets 33% of their season, whatever. They get four games out of 12. You get a bowl game that's five out of 13. I mean, you're almost at half the season a, a freshman can play. It's crazy. I don't get it, but it's another story for the offseason, another topic for the offseason, <laughs> I guess. 
It is a Taco Bell Tuesday. I'm sporting my uh, new Taco Bell hat here, Jay, uh, supporting the sponsors. Taco Bell Tuesday. Get on out there and uh, check out Taco Bell. And if you're looking for a job, TacoBellWorks.com. Uh, they can give you half your wages the very next day after your shift. So we appreciate the Nicolason family, SON Management, and our friends at Taco Bell on a Taco Bell uh, Tuesday. Nate says, got to win by 15-plus tonight. Um I mean, you'd like to, yeah, would like to see a 20 point win. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the way it goes, uh, tonight. Uh, before we dive in strictly to Boise state, Jay, uh, someone's saying, I hope the Aztecs pull it off tonight as well. Uh, that is the, we kind of talked, I mean, but that is the optimal result tonight for Boise state. If San, you, you, you want San Diego state to win. If San Diego state wins tonight, Jay, and Boise state wins tomorrow morning, or I guess by 10 PM tonight, the number one seed as it stands in the conference tournament would be Boise state. Um, because, uh, why you not, not technically. Yes, it would be because Boise state and San Diego state would be tied and Boise state beat San Diego state. Yeah. San Diego state has one more win at the moment. Oh, you're going by the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm giving you a tough time, BJ, because I, you're, you're, te you're technically right. I forgot they have a, they have a buy coming up when Boise state plays. Right. I, I, look, I, I look at the loss column. You, you cannot yes. make up losses, but you can make up wins. So totally. if you're tied I'm, in the loss column, you're tied in my opinion. There's a reason I'm giving you a tough time because oh, you're, on right. Sunday, you're technically right. You're right. Well, on Sunday sports extra, I almost, I, I was going to do it. I was going to say the exact same thing. And then I realized that I was like, eh, technically somebody could call me on that because San Diego state does have one more win at the moment. So whatever. Yeah, you but are technically I, correct. I, I, went with like, I went with likely, but you're, I, I will say this, like you're, you're more or less right on that, man. Like uh Boise state, we'll have to find a way to win a game when San San Diego state's on a bye. Um, that might be like the Wyoming game. So definitely not a gimme, but um, you know, th they're right there, man. They are right there for the number one seed. And we have been saying for months now, how important it is to get the one seed this year, even over the two seed, because there's just a massive, massive disparity. Once you get down to, you know, the, the eight, nine, 10 seeds, uh, 11 seed in, in this conference, it's the, the top seven seeds are all vying for um you know an ncaa tournament bid and it's tough to throw unlv in that group but when you see what they've been able to do this year if, you know they're, they're not going to be able to get in that large I, I highly 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 doubt that but they're dangerous enough to get hot you know in inside their own arena at the mountain west conference tournament and then make things really interesting they could be a bid stealer um could they steal a bid from their own league does that leave you know, uh, the the five six seed in the Mountain West tournament out because UNLV got hot at the Mountain West tournament. So, um, a lot to be you know determined there, but just a massive difference this year. And you're right, uh, a win tonight and a San Diego State wins win tonight does inch Boise State a little bit closer to you know maybe earning that one seed. And more than anything, why you really want San Diego State to win this game, um, you can't lose the head to head at, le at least the immediate head to head with San Diego State at this point, right? You've already lost it with Utah State. So you need Utah State to lose at least two more games to help your chances if you're Boise State. Yes. By the way, uh, Jumpin' Jan or Jumpin' Johns. No, Jumpin' Jan says, Jay, don't ever use that look again. What does that mean? When you were, when you were, uh, <laughs> when oh. I was, when I was incorrectly saying that they'd be the number one seed in the conference tournament. I hey, guess. dude, ju Jumpin' Jan, uh, Double J, my bad, dude. Sorry about that. The point, as you said, that the overall point is was that your burner. Are you tweeting? Are you, are you posting messages not, from your burner on the show? Different than jumping Jan, believe me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I the the point is, 
you need to get the, you know, Boise State would have a tiebreaker over San Diego State right now if they had the same record. I get it. They don't. Um, but as you said, Utah State has that head to head. They're tied right now, but essentially Boise State is still a game back. So mm-hmm. uh, you, you need you need Boise State and San Diego or Boise State and Utah State to not finish with the same number of losses um, unless there's like a three or four way crazy tie with like five teams, which is possible. I mean, you have seven, you have like six teams still within one game of first place. Um, I mean, we could end up with the craziest five-way tie for first place of all time. I mean, it's it's a legit possibility this year, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, I can't – man, I, I know we – I feel like we feel like a – sound like a broken record, BJ, just how excited we are for the Mountainless Conference Tournament and the end of the season. Uh, we're getting there. We are really, really close, and things are starting to get sorted out. But it's just really good basketball, and it's um, awesome that Boise State has put themselves in this position to to be a part of the the, the, the title conversation talk, the number one overall seed talk in, in a March Madness bid potentially. So that game is tonight at 7 o'clock. That is on CBS Sports Network, I believe. 8.30 on Fox Sports 1 will be the uh, Boise State game against San Jose State. You also have Wyoming tonight at Nevada. That game is at 9 p.m. Maybe keep an eye on that or tape that and watch it later to get a look at Wyoming for Saturday's game. But Wyoming is at Nevada tonight as well at uh, 9 p.m. Late night one there after uh, the Utah State-Colorado State game. Jay, I want to dive into uh, Boise State a little bit. I had fun sitting by you and Johnny on Saturday at uh, Extra Mile Arena in the Fresno State game. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this matchup tonight and what we're seeing, what we're liking from Boise State. We'll do that in 90 seconds here. Don't go anywhere, Bronco Nation News. All Bronco Nation News broadcasts come from the Cutwater Spirits Canned Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premix premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Spirits, perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Our title sponsor is RowPaint.com. For all your commercial, industrial, residential painting needs, check out RowPaint.com. Don't forget about their concrete coatings. Transform that ugly concrete slab on your back patio in your garage in just one day. Contact RowPaint.com for a free estimate today. The official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics and our title sponsor at Bronco Nation News is RowPaint.com. Idaho Central Credit Union has been helping members achieve financial success for more than 80 years. There's an ICCU branch on almost every corner, but the closest is in your pocket with free e-branch mobile and online banking. See why more than 500,000 members love ICCU and join one in four Idahoans by making the switch today at ICCU.com. Since 1984, Ridley's Family Markets has prided itself on being a hometown food and drug store that employed value members of the local community. Ridley's Family Markets has 13 locations in the state of Idaho and many more in the surrounding states. Download the new Ridley's app to your smartphone, get savings up to 40% off at the checkout line, and find a location near you at shopridleys.com. Former Bronco Matt Bowsher is once again the number one ranked realtor in the Treasure Valley. No home is too big or too small for Matt and his team. Let them fulfill all your real estate needs at BowsherRealEstate.com. All right, a Taco Bell Tuesday back here on Bronco Nation News. Check out Taco Bell. We appreciate them for their support of Bronco Nation News. And uh, Jay, as I said, uh, the point guard is questionable tonight. Uh, We'll play a soundbite here in a second from uh, Tim Miles. Uh, but uh, their point guard is questionable. Uh, Cardenas uh, averaging almost 14 points, six assists a game. He did not play in their last game against Wyoming, uh, and he's uh, listed, according to uh, Tim Miles, as a game-time decision tonight. Uh, but don't forget, I mean, that was the first game in conference play. I'm sitting there in San Jose courtside, and, like, Boise State play was playing awful, and it was that uh, – and I take that back – that Amy dude just didn't miss. He had, like, 25 points in the first half. He was going crazy. Him and Omar Stanley were going back and forth. And 
Boise State was down nine points with like 10 minutes to go in the game. And we're not probably sitting here talking about the number one seed or probably the NCAA tournament at this point, Jay, if Boise State had lost that game to San Jose. And they made a huge comeback, potentially a season saver, as I said at the time. They come back, they win the game, and go beat Nevada, Colorado State and Nevada the very next week and get off to a strong start in conference play. But they had some trouble with San Jose State in that game. Uh, and so I think I don't think they're coming in thinking this is going to be a super easy game tonight. You're on mute, Jay. If MJ, I mean, does what he did last time, it's going to be a tough one, man. God, I almost beat you there. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I gave I mean, the dude was like nine, he, he was like 9 of 10 at halftime. He couldn't miss. He made it look like San Jose State was going to be decent this year, and I kind of believed it. Um, and that just wasn't the case. They, they're, they're not very good, man. This is a game like Fresno. You, you need to go win. Oh, my lost Jay there for a second. Jay's, uh, frozen on my screen. Not sure if he was on frozen on your screen. So I took him, uh, out there uh, momentarily. Uh, there you go, Jay, you back. Let's see if we got him there. There you go. You there? Yeah. Sorry. You can tell my internet's kind of struggling right now. Sorry, y'all. Um, That's all right. but no, with, uh, with, with Fresno State really quick, man, I, I hate to say this, but that was kind of embarrassing for them. You know, I, I it, it's unfortunate that the program has that that program has got to this point. I mean, it's not like they don't compete for league titles every year, but they have before. And that was just a really tough thing to watch. They didn't have very many scholarship players. They were at a point where they needed a guy that usually is deep on their bench. They had to play him to the point where he had four fouls in the first half. I mean, it's if if they knew that Justin Houston was basically on the chopping block, they, they should have made that decision before the season because that that just that this is going to set the program back unless they hit a home run and hire a guy like Danny Sprinkle that you know brings mm -hmm. in two All Conference caliber players with him and rebuilds the roster magically in a in a in a hurry. Um, that that just that was unfortunate for them though. That that was tough to watch had, with with it was. They had some injuries. Uh, they had some stuff going on, but yeah, they didn't look like a very inspired team for for much of that no. game. And and, and the, I bet you more of those guys are. Again, I I know that they're playing hard, and and they certainly did. I mean, there was there's some there's a couple of good players on that team, but mm -hmm. they're probably trying to figure out where the heck they can play next year because you already got folks in the chat yeah, here saying uh, this uh, is, that didn't seem like the best option. Amy would be a nice replacement for Max in the portal next year, according to It's Keaton. <laughs> they said hey can you uh i'm gonna speak let me know i'm gonna put this on the screen here uh jay let me know can you uh i'm gonna hit play just for a second can you hear this disappointed with the way uh yep. you heard that all right let's hear a quick sound bite from tim miles yep great journal great uh technologically uh we're just figuring it out on the fly here <laughs> this is great stuff but here's here's one minute of tim miles talking about uh, their last game and the game tonight against boise state i mean you know we we're so jittery and disjointed the first half we played really well until the final minute of the game against them. Unfortunate not to come out with a win. Hopefully we can get healthy here and get ready for a very strong Boise team. Yeah, what are the challenges that Boise State presents? Well, they really hurt us inside last time. You know, I think we led for 32 minutes of the game, and and they uh, hurt us inside. Omar Stanley was great. Tyson Degenhardt hurt, hurt us inside and out. So we've got to handle their size. And, and then they've got two great shooters in Max Rice and, and – and so you've got your hands full with Boise. How's Alvaro doing? He's doing better. We'll just see. He's uh, 
probably going to be a game time decision again. Game time decision there, Jay. You heard on uh, their point guard, uh, Alvarez. So, uh, yeah, that was high quality, uh, high quality, uh, in that live there. I'm glad we were able to make that happen. But, uh, you, uh, you know, I think that if uh, their point guard doesn't play, they're certainly in a lot of trouble. Not to say that's why Wyoming won the game, but uh, as I said, he's one of the better point guards in the league. Thirteen over thirteen points, five assists per game, and you probably can't count on Amy going for thirty again. I mean, twenty-five in the first half. What did Omar Stanley finish with in that game? I think he was at thirty points too, or something. They were going back and forth. That was quite the game. And uh, I, I, you know, I, I think if you're Boise State, you were starting to say it before you cut out. Jay, this is a game where you probably got to get up early get control and kind of leave uh, San Jose state. No reason to really care about this one in the second half. Yeah. I mean, if we want to value certain metrics, that's just what they have to do. It was nice to see Omar kind of get back in his groove uh, last game against Fresno state. Again, battle a little bit of foul trouble, but finished with 17 points. So uh, that was pretty good. You go back though, to that first time that they played uh, down in San Jose and he had 30 points and 11 boards in that game on 17 of 11 shooting. So he was, he was absolutely dominant. He also made eight of 10 free throws, which if you remember at the time, those are some pretty big free throws. He, had to sink to make sure that Boise State polished off that game, but it was the Tyson Dagenhart and Omar Stanley show in the second half. And quite frankly, I would almost expect the exact same thing again tonight at Extra Mile Arena as Boise State looks to uh, you know continue to strengthen their their March Madness resume. What do you make of what Tyson Dagenhart has done of late? Uh, twenty four points. He's scored over twenty, Man. I think, in seven of the last twelve or something like that. Uh, he has uh, really come on here late down the stretch. Yeah, well, I, I know at the very least he's scored um, 20 or more in, in four of the last six, including three of the last four. BJ, he is he's threatening the Mountain West Conference scoring title, which I ne wouldn't necessarily have, have predicted. And that's just because Tyson's never going to be like a super volume shooter. They've gotten more opportunities lately, but like Tyson rarely is going to be a guy that gets up 18 20 22 shots and it, it feels like to be in that picture you almost have to do that and um, i will say this one thing that helped him last last game is he got to the free throw line 14 times you get, you get 12 free points yeah you get 12 free points just tacked on to your point total at the end of this thing and that's going to help you but he is you know you look at uh, Jaden ladee at san diego state in mountain west games he's averaging 19.4 points Tyson is now up to 18.1 points per game. Like he he is really closing that gap with what he's been able to do over these last couple of games. And I, I've just been unbelievably impressed by by him. And you know, it's all kind of starting to come together, I think, a little bit for for the way that this team wants to work. Because you even look at like Max Rice, BJ, over the last half of Mountain West games. So six Mountain West games into this thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I think over the first six games, he was shooting 25.7% from three. Over these last six games, he is at 50% from three, and he is making 3.8 threes per game. Yeah. I mean, so right off the bat, Max is averaging basically 12 points per game with what he's you know, averaging on a nightly basis just from three alone. Yeah, he hit three the other day. Abo hit three. Uh, or if you heard Tim Miles say it there, Ugba, Ugba, or whatever. I'm not sure what, how he pronounced yeah, the name there. but uh, I, It was so funny. I, I I talked with Boozo a little bit earlier this week. We joked around uh, about um, 
how many ways that his last name has been pronounced despite the fact that it's only four letters long. I get the same thing with Tust. People want to add an R, for, so it's trust. They want to change the last T to a K, so it's Tusk. I'm like, it's four letters, people. How do we how do we continue to get this wrong? Um, but for him, I I, I got to say, what, all we talked about, I'd never heard that pronunciation. I don't I don't even know where that one came from, to be honest with you. I don't know what I see more on the uh, when I go on the road football games when I get to the press box. Either Jay's last name somehow spelled incorrectly. Yep. I send him. A, I take a picture and I send it to you. Or somehow Bronco Nation News. It happens about half the time where it's, they put Bronco News Nation. They they put it backwards or they screw it up somehow. That's even happened at a couple basketball games this year where it's just like, oh, Bronco Na- News Nation. Like, even Matt Bowser yesterday, love you, buddy, but he's like on BNN Nation News. It's Bronco Nation News, Matt. You you pay me money. Come on, like you wrote the check. Like you know what it is. But I uh, love Matt, and it was a nice compliment he gave me yesterday. But it is funny how the simplest things, and I'd say it happens twice a year, Jay, where you're down there on the field or you're not there yet, and I'm sent, I'm taking a picture of your little name tag up there in the press box. Welcome, Jay Trust, KTBB. Hey, I'm not, okay. This is I am not complaining. This is completely a joke. I don't care. But I've been at Boise State for 13 years, and my name was misspelled on both my football credential this year and no my way. basketball credential this year. <laughs> it's well, a joke. Have, I don't care. Did they, have the R? did they have the R? I can't. I think it did. Oh, I'm pretty my. sure it did. I'm, I think it said trust on it. I don't care. <laughs> there are hardworking people over there. It's fine. But as long as we're joking around about the subject, I'm not offended by any means. It's just a joke. I don't think you've been here long enough, Jay. The problem is we've been here long enough, but all the other people haven't. It's all new people. You're right. Exactly. You're you're exactly right. Yep. They're probably who's this guy? Who's this joke? Quick shout out, Lithia Ford of Boise. Check them out, LithiaFordBoise.com. The view their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. You can do what the Reigns family did. You just find a couple you like. You take your notes. You go on in. You see, oh, those are the three I want to test drive. You pick the one you want, and you're on your way. And uh, we're loving our F-150 from Lithia Ford. They got NIL deals with five student athletes. They're huge supporters at Boise State. So return the favor and think Lithia Ford of Boise for your next stop uh, for a vehicle. I mentioned Taco Bell, Taco Bell Tuesday. Well, they're hiring TacoBellWorks.com. All the freestanding Treasure Valley Taco Bell stores, the SON management group, the Nicolason family, they are hiring and they will give you free food while you work and half your wages the very next day after your shift. Can't beat that. Uh, They're also donating a lot of money to Boise State through the student athlete scholarship. So uh, when you're thinking for that next meal, think about a, 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 you know, company and a corporation that's really helping the local community at taco bell another uh, local company doing great things the blue and orange store i was talking to travis hawks he's pumped for the pool party he's going to be down there the blue and orange store.com i'm buying some mini helmets jay from the blue and orange store we're going to have uh, hopefully get some autographs done and maybe have some raffles and things uh coming up with some uh, celebrities at the golf tournament and certainly maybe at the pool party as well so uh, they got mini helmets for $25, the, the retro orange helmet, all kinds of great things. So if you're looking for some great deals, the Blue and Orange store has uh, some awesome stuff right now. On I got uh, surplus, and they're trying to get rid of some stuff. So check them out, theblueandorangestore.com. And again, free shipping, any order over $40 at theblueandorangestore.com. And uh, transportation compliance services, TCS. If you're uh, wanting to get into the trucking industry, over 75% of folks that do it themselves end up going out of business. So if you're looking for a, uh, a job where you kind of create the hours and you're out on the open road by yourself, the trucking industry is a perfect opportunity for you. And again, transportation compliance service, all the permits, overweight DOT permits, let them take care of it for you at transcompservice.com. All right, final uh, couple of things here, Jay. We mentioned kind of what's ahead uh, for Boise State in the standings in the game tonight. 
Uh, you play Tuesday, so you do get the extra day off uh, for Saturday. Um, anything else stands out? We mentioned Tyson Degenhardt. You mentioned what Max Rice is doing. I know Roddy Anderson was scoreless in the game against uh, San Jose out there in San Jose earlier this season. He's obviously uh, playing at an elite level. And, uh, man, you just keep looking at these standings. You keep looking at where Boise State's at, and you're like, if they just hadn't lost that overtime game to, to Utah State, or if they just hadn't lost that game to UNLV, uh, this this Mountain West race is a totally different picture. But it is what it is right now, and and I guess you just take care of business tonight and see where you where you stand. And and as you correctly said, uh, you can't be in first place tonight. I guess uh, you can be uh, in second, sole possession of second. I guess a half game back if San Diego State wins. Um, their bye does not come till the very end of conference play or toward the last week when Boise State is playing New Mexico. Uh, that Saturday is when they're their weekend off. Um, but, you know, for all the worries, Jay, about uh, the, the the ugly losses on the road before the bye and everything, I mean, they, they looked really good against Fresno, and, and maybe this is an opportunity for them to, as we kind of saw with the schedule, get healthy and get right and get some confidence going here and let these teams kind of keep beating up on each other. And and uh, hopefully you're heading to San Diego in a couple of weeks with a lot on the line in that game. That's the goal is to get this thing to to that game with a chance to to win the Mountain West Conference title or at least claim a share of the title. And um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't really think that. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't really have. I think the team has found their identity. Like I really do. I, I think that they have focused on getting Tyson Dagenhart more paint touches. I think that they have uh, found a way that they're going to start to utilize, you know, Omar Stanley or have been utilizing him for that matter. But it just seems like they've, they've developed this really nice little inside out game. And I think that you've seen Max Rice's three point percentage go up. And I, I think they found ways that they, they can uh, be efficient on offense. And, you know, you go back to those last two losses. I, it just feels like that's to the point in time in the season where the, the games start to add up. You haven't had a bye. Um, I don't think that's who Boise State is. And I think that we can look at the other 12 or other 10 games in Mountain West Conference play, and and I think that's who the Broncos are. And I think we're going to see that team o- over the next – you know, well, shoot, man, over the next month, month and a half. This is this is the final stretch run, and I think they're motivated. I think they're rested. Um, I think that Cam Martin was had a, had a great game off the bench. He is so important to this team's success because you look at some of the, you know, some of the really good Boise State basketball teams. They've had the guy that you would call the glue guy. And sure, a a guy like Tyson Dagenhart is probably the glue guy for your program, right? But the glue guy also, I I don't think he can be your leading scorer. He's the guy that has to have some of the intangibles that makes, you know, big plays and minimal minutes and help you win win basketball games and for me cam martin is is the glue guy on this team that can be a big time difference maker and if, if he can continue to do what he did the other night against fresno six points six rebounds four assists off the bench this team will be very very dangerous um that's a big stat line by the way for a guy off the bench but if he can come anywhere close to that you know in the remaining games there this is going to be a tough team to beat well, we'll see if Cardenas plays tonight for them. A couple comments coming in, Jay, about your uh, the, the last name situation. Nathaniel says, trust in Tust. Uh, and according to Bill, I agree with this. He says, at least they're not saying bust. Uh, Ooh, I've <laughs> never had that one, Bill. I've never had that one. Now, you so could, it could be worse. Not. It could be worse. You could be Perry, who says, uh, hey, my father-in-law always got my name wrong. It could be worse. <laughs> Your father-in-law, at least, don't know your name. Yes. He, he knows my name. Yeah, yes, he knows my man, name. That's rough. <laughs> <Someone> goes, <laughs> that's rough, Perry. And he goes, that's rough. 
that's Jerry. That's pretty. That's so funny. Guys. These guys are funny on the. Uh, someone's asking if you're doing the game on twenty four seven. I'm no, not. Is, no, we we are picking up sports one. Yeah, we're we're done with our uh, our games that we get to call this year. We are picking up the Wyoming game on Saturday, and you can actually watch that on seven point one. So that's our our main KTBB channel. Um, but uh, that's going to be a Wyoming crew that will be calling that game. So oh, can't wait to uh, hear that. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, but I'm just I'm stoked that we get the opportunity to at least throw it up on on channel seven. So. Um, but yeah, we're, we're technically done on, on our end, at least calling games this year. We may, maybe for basketball, maybe not for, other, we may have a little news coming here, Jay, uh, you and I, maybe we, we don't want to let too much out of the bag, but you may not be done calling games this year. This I, think, I, I think you've been hinting at it for, for a while. Now, I, so I, uh, I have a meeting, attention. I have a meeting tomorrow where this may become official. So we may, okay. uh, we'll, we'll may have some news on a cool opportunity here in the next couple of days that I'll uh, keep it up. Final thing. Mm-hmm. There was three or four comments, Jay asking about the OC search. Uh, just any thoughts on uh, the, the, the speed it's going at. We haven't heard any, anybody interviewing, mm-hmm. haven't heard much of anything. Maybe you've heard some stuff behind the scenes, but before we go, just a quick thought on uh, if you, if your mind has changed on who you want or who they might get or anything related to the OC search. Uh, I've been distracted by basketball, to be honest with you there, BJ. Uh, I, I, I'm i not really too concerned about the timeline of this whole thing. Um, maybe we'll find out more in the next uh, couple of days as we try to grasp for straws, if you will. Um, but, you know, Stacy Collins took a while to get done, and that, that was an absolute home run freaking hire. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't just uh, place the sentence of urgency or anything like that on, you know, that just because it doesn't happen by this Friday, don't freak out about it. Like Stacy Collins took a month almost to happen, and it was it was a great deal. I I, I wouldn't want this to drag out a month. I will say that. Yeah. What do you make of uh, Spencer telling uh, Johnny and Prater there's a chance they could push back the start of spring practice? I, I think that's fine. You know, um, I also think that there are are coaches that do that depending on the health of your team. So I, I, if I'm I, if I'm not mistaken, BJ, he already did kind of push it back a a week compared to normal, right? Like I feel like we're always done that that first week of April, and now the the spring game was you know pushed off a, another week. Yeah, I don't know the exact date on that, but I do know that they usually do half the practices before spring break, half after. With this year, they've only got five before and ten after. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I do think just the way the spring break falls this week, this year, and they could very easily, and again, the only problem is they've just already publicized the date publicly or whatever, but it wouldn't be that hard if you just, and you'd buy yourself almost three extra weeks if you just pushed them all back, those take those five practices and add them after spring break and push the spring game back a week or two. And, and uh, that would be a very easy way to buy yourself three extra weeks if you do need a new offensive coordinator to get acclimated and get his offense in. Because you don't want to waste these 15 practices. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they don't want to push it back, I'm sure. They've got, it takes hours and hours and weeks of planning to plan out spring practice and plan out all this stuff that goes into it, um, the dates. And, um, but if, you know, you also don't want to waste the practices if you have an OC that's not ready to install his offense or the team doesn't know his offense yet or or vice versa you want to get the most of this and give you a jump start uh into the summer and then fall so if it takes pushing it back a couple of weeks to to make sure that you're getting the most and maximizing those 15 practices it's it's not common but i wouldn't say it's unheard of and i certainly think that's something that uh if they need to do it they should do it but correct me if i'm wrong here bj if you push, push it back one week you basically push it all back two weeks with spring break yeah yeah 
yeah, but I'm saying what I guess what I'm saying is they 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 spread it out on purpose. They practice like three times a week. They could add in an extra yeah. practice or two in some of those weeks to make up for it. Um, you're not practicing seven days a week, but you could maybe go instead of Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Thursday, Saturday, or something. You could add an extra yeah. day or two in if you wanted to. But yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and I don't know how that's with the transfer portal too, with the transfer portal reopening. Yeah. That's before the spring game. Yeah. Um, I don't know that's, how all that factors. I, I in. think that's an that's an important factor in this because. You know, you probably want to figure out what guys are leaving your program and what guys are available in the transfer portal prior to the transfer portal even really opening, right? Yep. So that that, that has to you you would assume that's at least a little bit of a factor in this whole thing. Our friend Jordan trying to help get a, a crowd at the basketball game tonight. He says uh, if you come to the game tonight, you all have to sign NDAs, but they'll be announcing the search candidates. Might just be a rumor. I don't know. So. Maybe you come to the game tonight, you find out who the uh, OCs, the OC candidates are. Of course. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever. right. I, I hey, you know what? Uh, I get it tonight. You're not going to hear any excuses for me. Eight thirty game. I got kids that uh, we we gave our tickets away already, so they're being used. If I get it, it's a late game, not ideal. Eight thirty, the senior night game against Nevada is at nine p.m. Like it is kind of a bad beat tonight. I get it. I'm not expecting the crowd to be as great as it was. Uh, for for Fresno, but if you have tickets and you can't go, give them to somebody that will. If you're able to make it, like it is still a, a game that counts, and they need to play well. And but I don't expect Jay the crowd to be as great as it's been for some of the other games here. A one in ten yeah. conference team or whatever it is at eight thirty on a Tuesday. Yeah, you're, you're right. But this team, this this crowd, this sports administrator here, I guarantee you that the the administrative staff for Boise State that has done such a good job of helping build this thing. They have probably anticipated it about this game for a while now. So uh, they probably have had some, you know, crazy idea. That they've been working behind the scenes that a, a respectable crowd will somehow show up at Extra Mile Arena tonight to support the Boise State basketball team. I will be there. I mean, ba ba back in the day, BJ, like it, you would have expected 4,500. Oh, yeah. maybe maybe five for this game and yep. i'm like going in with the expectation there's probably going to be 75 to eight and they're probably going to even do more than that but the the expectation the bar has certainly elevated thousands of fans final uh question on the way out jay bsu bill wants to know do when do they get to see the new football jerseys have you heard anything i don't know when point? we get to see them but it's going to happen we i mean we know that it's it's been too long since they've rocked those same things and you know there there have been nike's changed over the years i would say where there there aren't as many you know super custom uniforms but it, it's going to happen at some point I, and I, i'd expect that's something you roll out june that's just a yep. guess to me, but uh, you know, it's that that's a, that's an off season thing that you roll out to get people excited. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah. And I heard there was a small supply chain issue maybe, but they're expected to hopefully have, them. just don't screw it up and make them like the MLB jerseys. Those look awful. Ugh. I thought I was like, what are these guys complaining about? And then I saw this side by side. I'm like, I understand what they're complaining about. They look like the cheap replica you buy at the mall for like, it's four bad. Bucks. Yeah. I, 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 I thought this was just like, you know, uh, rich, pretentious baseball players complaining about stuff. No, they have an argument. These things are awful. They say awful. they're actually comfier to wear, but just the look of them is just not good. So yeah, let's, no. hope, let's hope Nike doesn't screw up uh, one of the more iconic uniforms, mm -hmm. the Boise State uh, uniform. So appreciate you, Jay. Appreciate everybody for checking us out. Hope you uh, subscribe on YouTube. Hit that like button at the bottom of the screen. We'd love to have you. We're up over 95 people, by the way, for the KTIK BNN pool party. We're trying to get Jay involved in that as well. So uh, we're almost at 100 RSVPs. If you want to go, 
I got some uh, free entry left, but you got to email me. It's like a $40 cover charge. I'll take care of it for free. If you email me, it rains at bronconationnews.com. That's semifinal Friday coming up in a couple of weeks. And also, final plug, if you want to see Jay Tuss drive at 400 yards, Timberstone Golf Course, May 31st for the BNN Golf Tournament. Uh, official registration is not on sale yet, but if you played last year and you want back in or if you played the first year, if you've played in this tournament once in the last two years, Email me. We'll save you a spot. And if you're interested in a uh, whole sponsorship, we'll save that as well. We are charging $5 to watch Jay Tuss on the driving range this year. Um, but, uh, Jay, I believe that's going to be uh, well worth it for folks. Hey, you can try to watch me uh, unsuccessfully pipe one down the middle of the fairway uh, 320 yards. Or you can watch Justin Schultz on a par 5 lay up in the middle of the uh, fairway only leaving him 400 yards to the green. So um, either or you can pick or choose. You can watch Justin Schultz again lay up off the tee on a par five or or me try to actually, you know, grip it and rip it. <laughs> the problem is I would love to you – know, you, got to, you got – folks just need to get out there. It's a good time. There's a lot of it shenanigans. Is. I think Jay was like – weren't you hitting into him one year? You, he was in the group in front of you or behind you or something. You guys were hitting into each other, having some hey, fun. If you want to lay up off off the tee on a on a par five, you you invite that to happen, BJ. I'm sorry, that's just the rules of the game. I don't make the rules; I just follow them. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're even working on a uh, pairings party the evening before. Uh, maybe have uh, more of the charity involvement the night before and raise some extra money for charity. We might even Jay maybe put up for bid to play in the foursome with Jay Tust with the money going to the Idaho Youth Sports Commission. I mean, we might raise $20,000 to play in a four. Your folks over at Atkinson's Mirror and Glass might have to pony up a little more this year to play with you. <laughs> Let's go, Chris, take, and Dakota and take, company. Take those guys for all they're worth, for all I care. <laughs> they're it, man. I have a blast playing with them. If you yes. want to put somebody up for auction, though, to actually make money, make sure it's not me because I won't, I, won't, I won't bring much to the table there. Oh, okay. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, again, full registration going on sale in a couple of weeks. It's benefiting the Idaho Youth Sports Commission, a couple other charities I think we're going to involve as well this year. And uh, it's for a good cause, good time, good weather, and going to have fun out there at Timberstone on May 31st. So if you played last year, the year before, email me if you want in. Email me if you want a whole sponsorship, and we'll uh, put the foursomes on sale to the general public here in a couple of weeks. Jay, have a great day. We'll see you at the game tonight. Um, heading to the, am I going to see you at the gym here in a little bit? Um, I'm hoping I can get All over right. there. We'll so. See the location busy day but uh yes very busy day and appreciate you jay appreciate everybody for checking us out we'll see you at extra mile arena tonight 7 30 with the lithia Florida boise pregame show 8 30 tip boise state and san jose state have a great rest of your day everybody we'll talk to you tonight 7 30 bronco nation news live here at bronco nation news and bronconationnews.com